Today, the LGBT mob claims a Major League Baseball player as their latest victim. Disney's fairy godmother is now a godfather, a grown man dressed up in a dress around little girls. What could possibly go wrong? And Project Veritas is suing James O'Keefe. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and the woke mob has claimed another victim. This time, it's Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Anthony Bass, who took a stand for normalcy and traditional values several days ago when he reposted an Instagram video explaining the biblical reason for Christians to stop giving their money to companies like Target and Bud Light that are pushing people, particularly children, towards a very dark agenda. Here is that video. Here's the reason biblically why I believe Christians ought to be boycotting Target and Bud Light and any other corporation that's pushing the things they're pushing. I think a lot of people make this into a political issue or they say, oh, what's the big deal? If, you know, is it really going to make that big of a difference if I'm shopping there or not shopping there? Here's what the Bible says. It tells us what to do as Christians in Ephesians chapter five. It says this, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them for it is shameful to even talk of the things that they do in secret. So what does that mean to take no part? Well, what's Target do? It's a business. They, they make money. They sell things. And to take part in that is to take part in that God of mammon that they're serving and to take part in the darkness that they're purveying and getting out to the world and, and, and shoving into children's faces. And to take part in that is to give them your money. And I believe the Bible gives us radical precedent to say no. We are running from that and to instead, instead expose those things, to, to, to shout it to all the people that have ears to hear that this is evil, this is demonic, we won't stand for it, we're not going to go to the stores anymore, and we're not going to give them our money. We're going to let our voice be heard so that people can see the light and so that people can be pulled out of the darkness. Now, to make sure you're following the story, that wasn't the picture in the video that was someone else. Bass just shared it, presumably because he's a Christian and wanted to encourage fellow Christians. But see, you're not allowed to do that these days. The alphabet mafia rules all. You are to bend the knee to the rainbow at whatever the cost, your religion be damned. The only religion allowed to survive now is the total, complete submission to the LGBT agenda. Case in point, after simply reposting this video on his Instagram, Anthony Bass has now apologized for sharing a post that was hurtful to the pride community. Watch. I recognize yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine. And I am truly sorry for that. Um, I just spoke with my teammates and shared with them my actions yesterday. And I apologize with them. And as of right now, I'm using the Blue Jays resources to better educate myself, to make better decisions moving forward. Uh, the ballpark is for everybody. Um, we include all fans at the ballpark, and we, and we want to welcome everybody. That's all I have to say. Thank you. The ballpark is for everybody. Weird, because it certainly doesn't sound like that. What it sounds like is that the ballpark is for anybody who goes along with woke nonsense. And if you're a Christian and dare share that you're a Christian, you can take a hike. 
Now, the Blue Jays weren't done rubbing his nose in it for their part. They released a statement which read, The Blue Jays are proud to celebrate LGBTQ2S+. I'm so glad they included the two-spirit there. Pride Month, including a special fourth annual Pride Weekend at the ballpark, June 9th and 10th, and demonstrations of allyship all month long around the ballpark. Individual player sentiments are not representative of the club's beliefs. The club manager also added, We're not going to pretend like it's the end and move on. There are definitely more steps that are going to to follow. Huh, what's that? Diversity and inclusion training? Does he need to attend a workshop teaching him how to cater to mental illness and reject his religion to satisfy a tiny percentage of the population? Will there be a class where he has to take it up the tailpipe and tell everyone he enjoyed it to atone for his grave sins? I want to be clear. If you have a platform and you intend to share a message rejecting wokeism or the LGBT religion, do not back down ever. The damage that is done by these cowards who walk their statements back with their tails tucked between their legs like a little bitch is far greater than if they would have just kept their mouths shut in the first place. Because as much as the community that says they just want to have the same rights you have, that's all. If you're paying attention, you know that that's not true. They want domination. They want complete submission. They get off on forcing you to reject your own biblical teachings in front of the entire world. And then after you've groveled, after they've rubbed your nose in it, they will still make you pay for it anytime they feel like it because you've taught them not to respect you at all. So I hope Anthony Bass enjoys the deal he made with the devil because clearly money is far more important to him than his faith and conviction. Here to discuss this and more, we have Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, along with Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Um, do I have this wrong? Am I being too harsh? Sarah, this, this hits a little close to home. You know, my previous career yes. was a professional athlete. Yes. Ironically, after playing in the NFL, I played in the CFL. And our stadium was the Rogers Stadium in mm. Toronto. And we shared our park, our field, with the Blue Jays. We shared the stadium. So it would be football and baseball. And oh, how far that organization mm -hmm. has fallen. Because I can tell you around 05, 06, they were not woke. They wouldn't stand for this crap. People prayed in the stadium. Heck, they played the American national anthem, the Canadian anthem. They were proud. Here, here's why this is so dangerous. He posts it because it's really his belief system. Because he aligns with it, mm -hmm. right? But you do everything you do in this life for an audience of one. One. It's one for Satan or one for God. And now he retracts it. And now he, he has his moment. And then people are going to say, oh, Yaku, you don't know. He's got a contract online. Do you know? Because I do. Because I do. Got jerseys hanging in my house with my name on it. I played in the stadium. It accounts to nothing at the end of the day. It means nothing. 80,000 fans having your, your jersey on. It, it amounts to nothing. He just made a bad trade in sports terms, a really, really bad trade. And he set a really bad example for his team. The fact is, let the Blue Jays trade him because they may trade him tomorrow. It's baseball. They trade you while you sleep. You pitch for one team today, you did nothing wrong. Sorry, tomorrow you're pitching against us. You're going to trade your value system for that? It's not like it's the NFL where you got at least a season, mm -hmm. right? But he made the trade, right? Um, he's going to answer for it. Yeah. You're 100% correct, sir. If you don't have the courage of your convictions, you need to shut the hell up. Mm -hmm. um, the reason I say that is because you're taking a giant step backwards now for all the momentum that we were seeing going forward. And I will, I'll, I'll give the Blue Jays the benefit of the doubt. 
I don't think that the Blue Jays actually believe in any of this bullcrap. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're all like, oh, you, we just. I don't think they're sitting around, you know, in the boardroom and saying we really need to be champions of the Elemental P plus one, mm-hmm. two, three community. I think that the, the Blue Jays board is sitting at the table and they're saying, who owns the majority of our shares? Oh, BlackRock owns a crap ton? Okay. Oh, they are saying that they're going to force us into not accepting salary uh, bonus uh, bonuses this year and salary increases? How do we appease them? Well, this is how we appease them, because they told us this is what we have to do. Mm-hmm. This is almost every single industry across the board right now. There is a small minority of people that are pushing this for other reasons, not because they care about the LGBT elemental P community, but because they're pushing an agenda. That is the reason why. And all of this really started, I, I've researched the hell out of this, and it goes back to pretty much around Occupy Wall Street, when that scared the crap out of big business. And they were like, well, how do we cater to these people? Mm-hmm. Well, they, that's when they started coming up with like DEI stuff and really pushing it. Um, you started seeing that popping up in universities. They were really pushing that hard. Why? Because they said the pressure, that they, the, the pressure campaigns that can be turned against us mm-hmm. is immense. So we need to, instead of moving against the current, go with the current. So what we're seeing now is, is the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. We are the pressure campaign. That's right. Mm-hmm. We are pushing on companies like Bud Light, like Target. Mm-hmm. We are pressing that. We are showing them that we are just as powerful. Mm-hmm. And we can hurt the pocketbook. We can destroy some of these businesses if we have the courage of our convictions. Not like that chump. If you're going to say something, say got, something. Dude, stand. when you stand for him, you better stand for him. Don't deny him at the cross. Yeah. Right? Don't do that. Do you think it's the same with Chick-fil-A, though? Because it's family-owned. <clears throat> Chick-fil-A, DEI, big time. They are doubling down in all we do. And I quote, you know, DEI in all we do. That's a family-owned business. I think that is that quintessential thing of... You know, a family business normally falls by generation three, but this time generation two. And I think Truett is getting out of his grave. Yeah, well, I, when you look at what his family members are doing. That one really hurts my feelings. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it hurts, but I mean. That video uh, of the owned. CEO, like getting down and shining this guy's suit, uh, this black guy's shoes, um, that was like, right, that was, I think, in 2020. It was like during the George Floyd thing. And there was this huge thing within the evangelical mm. church at that point, which they were, they were a big part of. And I think that was actually in a church, I think, when he did that. Um, but there was a big push, even amongst the church. To, I think churches, a lot of these big mega churches, are so scared now of losing some of their congregation to the other big evangelical church across the way. They're doing everything they can, not having anything to do with doctrine. Like, screw doctrine. Sometimes they're turning their back on doctrine. But whatever's cool, right? Yeah. Whatever we can get, the best way we can get young people into the seat so we can buy 78 more churches and throw them up, you know, all over the country. I, I, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But I feel like... That is something the church is falling into, a pitfall. And I feel like people like the Chick-fil-A CEO was falling into as well. I don't, that hurts me. Pretty soon I'm going to have to be making my own food, making my own clothes. I mean, come on, guys. Oh, no, not making your own food. (laughs) They hide it. Not going to fast food. They hide it. You've got to go to their website, like page seven deep. It's tucked behind the corner. But it is what they're teaching their employees. Well, so I want to get back to, Jason, you mentioned Bud Light. I do want to touch on that just for a second. I want to, uh, there are a couple things I want to get to here before break, but um, for Bud Light, Memorial Day weekend was still, I mean, they were hurting and there were people all over uh, the country taking videos and taking pictures of all of the Bud Light just still on the shelves in stores. Um, they dropped to its their work worst week ever. They dipped 25.7%. And there were two 
other competitors kind of on the rise here. One is Modelo, uh-huh. who saw its sales surge to 9.2% last week, and uh, they beat Bud Light in sales for the first time since they were launched in 1982. And then Yingling, this is uh, the, that beer that they launched their ad campaign about being America's oldest brewery right after Bud Light's missteps. And they've seen their sales soar by 47.6% in the last month. So yeah. Bud Light could actually topple as the number one beer in America. The, yes, this is amazing. This is what I'm just talking about. Mm-hmm. We, we can force this change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, so I'm, I'm big in the biker community. And bikers are real, almost like, you know, I don't care. I, even like social norms, they like, they, I'll do what I want to do. That's part of it. Every event that I've been to, and, 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 the, and the, the friends that I hang around with won't even touch it. They don't want to be in the vicinity yeah. right. of Bud Light. They don't want to We're associate about thousands and thousands. Yeah. And what's funny is I saw a ton of people over this weekend. They were all drinking Modelo. And that's it's like, funny. It's, it's, that's that's really legit. Funny. People are buying Modelo. They're going as far away as they can. They don't want to even be as, Anything with the word Bud in it, yeah. they don't want to be associated yeah. with it at all. That's so be funny. sustained, though. That's what I like about this Bud Light thing, and I hope that's the same with Target. You can't just, because remember, the $9 billion Target lost is market cap. It's not cash. Mm-hmm. It's market value. Mm-hmm. In order to make it really hurt, you got to go through a couple quarters, and then... It's a nice, a nice strong chokehold. Did you yeah. see that Budweiser did a Harley-Davidson can? Yes, recently. yes. They're doing everything they can yes, to be like, yes, like, the next one's going to be like, M1 Abrams, yeah, tank, America, like, Rambo. No, we love yeah, Rambo. 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 We love straight white men. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, all right, one more here before we take Rambo. a break. So there's a new uh, viral video on TikTok that shows a man named Nick dressed as the fairy godmother at a Disneyland store greeting, you know, little girls when they go into the place to go be a pretty little princess. They are greeted by this creature. Watch. Wow. I want to carry on as a princess. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. Great. That's who I want around my children. Mm-hmm. That's definitely uh, who I want around my children. What could possibly go wrong uh, with this man wearing makeup and a dress who, I don't know, one might say might have some mental issues. Uh, hopefully you guys on YouTube were able to hear that. And, um, you know, maybe they shouldn't be around young girls. And you say cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> that might that might uh, evade the censors. I mean, I'm trying to help yeah, you out yeah, here. Yeah. Right? What I really want to say is more something to do with blunt object removing. Okay. Yes. Certain things. So, <laughs> again, to the point of Bud Light and you know Target and all stop of these. Stop going there. Stop taking your children to Disney. I don't care if they're obsessed with Star Wars. I don't care if they're obsessed with Cinderella. I don't care. Stop taking your children there. It's way too expensive and they hate you. Stop taking them. There are alternatives that you can go to without subjecting your young girls to this. You know what, get your kids some Tuttle Twins books. Get them some. My toddler literally yeah. asks for the Tuttle yeah. Twins. Tuttle Twins. Maybe, him. maybe you go back to I don't know Veggie Tales or something. Right. Maybe teach your kids something. Not that. Two hundred fifty dollars for a dress. That this is like paying for punishment. You're, you are giving Literally. your money to Satan. Pick, pick a competitor. 
one that's directly in competition with Disney mm -hmm. and then just flood them with business. Mm -hmm. That's how we do this. This is also something that Nikki Haley, people like Nikki Haley, yep. that mm -hmm. part of the GOP, yep. just because yep. they are so scared of Ron DeSantis, yep. that's, this, is the, this is what they're said, oh, come to our state, yep. we'll gladly take you in. Exactly. Yeah. No, we need someone to say enough is enough. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, use that as an opportunity to, you know, whatever. That's the old GOP. Like, I know. No, I'm sick and tired of that crap. Right. It's disgusting. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, Eden Pure. So they have this thunderstorm air purifier that you, I'm telling you, you need for your house. It's got this, it's oxy technology that it uses. It destroys viruses, odors, mold, so much more. They've sold over 300,000, including, uh, by, we've got a bunch of ours, uh, a bunch of their uh, products at my house because I live in a zoo and we have litter boxes and we have dirty diapers and we have, you know, um, all sorts of smells. We cook a lot of cruciferous vegetables, which if you ever cook Brussels sprouts in your house, <laughs> you understand what I mean. When I say you need the thunderstorm air purifier, uh, it sends out these O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors um, and you can put it wherever you need it in your house. So might I suggest one in the kitchen, one in the utility room, one if you have cats, wherever the cat's litter box is, and you won't have to smell the smells you don't want to smell. Right now, you can save $200 on a three-pack. That is for whole home protection. Put them wherever you need them. You get three units for under $200. You can go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code Sarah to save $200. That is EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code Sarah. <laughs> Those of you who are watching on YouTube, I need to look and see where we're at. But we, I don't, we have not yeah. yet crossed the 100,000 threshold. We are very close. So what we need you guys to do is make sure that you subscribe, hit the like button, like just violently hit it. I don't care. <laughs> just, I, hit it however you want. And um, go ahead, comment, let us know what you think of the news of the day. We're going to, I don't know, we're going to have a big party when we hit 100,000. And I'm just, I'll, I'll drink. And you guys can't be here, but you can drink along with me at your home. Um, and I, every time I say this, I feel like Yaku is silently just judging me because he doesn't drink and I'm a yeah, degenerate. I'm not, so. I'm not judging you. <laughs> I'm not judging you. Anyway, um, all right, so I want to get to this breaking news this afternoon about Project Veritas. They are suing James O'Keefe, and um, I, this is, look, Jason is the guy that we are like, hey, there's a really long document. You read it. <laughs> and so the, the lawsuit that was filed today, um, we haven't had a chance to go through all of it yet. I'm going to ask Jason if, if I've missed anything that you did see, but what, from what I'm gathering, um, Project Veritas is asking a federal judge to stop James O'Keefe from working as a journalist, even though they're not paying James O'Keefe. They say that he should not be allowed to work. Uh, his new company, OMG O'Keefe Media Group, should be shut down. And they say being known as the founder of an organization does not entitle that person to run amok and put his own interests ahead of that organization. Defendant James O'Keefe failed in his duties to Project Veritas, causing it serious and significant damage. O'Keefe must be held accountable, as must the organization O'Keefe created. Um, and of course, they are also uh, including two of the former employees of Project Veritas that left to go with James O'Keefe, one of them being R.C. Maxwell. They say they breached their contracts 
with Project Veritas for the benefit of James O'Keefe's new company. And of course, James O'Keefe will be on TimCast tonight, he announced. He said, I'll be making some major <laughs> announcements. Good. I will be tuning in. Yeah. Um, so in a nutshell, Project Veritas fell prey to what I think a lot of brands that get to a certain level and they think it's all about the brand mm -hmm. and not like, you know, a la Apple, Steve Jobs, something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They thought they were bigger than James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe was Project Veritas, mm -hmm. which they did not believe anymore. So they thought that he could he would go and everything would say this, be fine. One of my favorite things to watch was the uh, the Twitter uh, minus followers thing. Yeah. Um, did you see that? Yeah. I mean, it was in free fall. Everyone was like, forget it, unsubscribe to the newsletter, everything. Um, that is what happened. Um, OMG with, with O'Keefe was starting to do really well. That is also what happened. So when you read through, it's 70 pages. That's kind of unusually long for what I usually read on those court docs. But they kept on hitting him for a breach of non-disclosure agreement. So what that means is, is that the truth, they did not want that to get out. They didn't want to know the specifics of how they jettisoned him. So they listed multiple times when he went on different shows, um, all across the spectrum, different conservative shows, saying the reason why he was ousted. They were really pissed off at that. They were also really mm -hmm. pissed off. They kept on talking about like donors. Um, I don't know if he reached out to donors or whatever. They said he wasn't able to, but translation meaning, a lot of their donors started pulling out because they were with O'Keefe, not with Project Veritas. So I'm sure a lot of them were, you know, flying out of there looking to put their money into the true talent that was at that. Um, that's in a, in a nutshell, that's what it is. He was having too much success. They were falling off too much. They're looking at ways to nitpick all the different details. Uh, w this is what, if I was O'Keefe or advising him, I think that, and I'm sure he's going to do this, countersue, yeah. let all of this come out in discovery. Yep. Again, call their bluff. Yep. I can guarantee you they do not want that to come no. out in Discovery. No. That's what he should do. That's probably what he's going to announce. I'll, I'll, that's my prediction. Um, and this is going to get a whole lot more juicy if that mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly what should happen. We, we talk about Discovery often. Yes. When you know you're in the right, open the books, baby. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And he should go there. It's so laughable to think that they could bottle up his God gift talent and say you're no longer allowed to use it because you dared to create this organization and then we ousted you and now you created another. What do you mean? It's 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 shows you how even that woke mentality of entitlement infiltrates conservative groups sometimes. And I say this to people all the time. Be careful who you hire. Know who's there. There's a reason Elon fired 80% of the staff at Twitter because it's like, hey, we can run this place without them. Mm. And, and there they've infiltrated Project Veritas. Um, so many companies, aka Fox, need to pay attention and understand. But I'm, look, James, James is going to do well because he's gifted and he's talented. And he didn't have to call donors. They can think for themselves. They right. know why they donated. They're like, we're out of here. Wherever he's going, we're going with him, or maybe we're going to someone else. Maybe we're going to, you know, come, come join some of the folks at the Blaze. But they, they had language in, in those court docs that said, oh, if you look on his website, it says we have an army of journalists or we need an army. And if you look on our website, it says something very similar. I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me with that? Like, you're just You don't have a off. trademark on... I know, the, the, the army of journalists. He's, <laughs> probably he's thought in the beginning still, and he holds the same... Well, yeah, position. yeah, it's, and, yeah it's and, his. And they know once OMG really takes off, they are nothing. They have to stop his ability to no, do his no, job. they can't, yep. though. Because they can't replicate it. Yep. 
Yep. It, it is it is funny too because um, whenever they whenever they first started going through this, remember they released that video that was like, Project Veritas is all of us. We mm. are Project Veritas. Mm. And it's like, no, that's not really the way <laughs> this right. works. Yeah, that's cute. Please, please double down on that. It's cute. Right. I mean and, and but again, it just it just takes you back to the conversation that we had when all of this was taking place, which is it sounded a whole lot like there were a lot of Gen Zers, mm -hmm. a lot of young people who worked there who thought that they were way more important than they were. And unfortunately, that's just life, right? Like you are not, if you're not James O'Keefe. If you are hired as, you know, a uh, an assistant or a secretary or an office manager or whatever, and you are an underling uh, to use I can't think of a, a nicer term. Um, and I'm just kind of a blunt person. So if you're an underling, you're not that important to the company. They can find someone else with a basic skill set to replace you. That's just the way life is. And these people yeah. think that they're so important. They're like, well, I had a suggestion that they didn't, that James O'Keefe didn't take to run the company. Like, okay. <laughs> but if you remember some of the complaints were we have actual work hours. Right, right. It's actual accountability. He expected us to work like really it, hard and it, soft. Exactly, right? It's like, See you later. Right. I mean, go. Right, right. It's a tough lesson to learn, and but even, a very valuable so Even one. if they're not even an underling, but they are a great talent themselves, this is not you. It's not your time. Right. right. This is not how this works. Right. That's why I hate this minimum wage conversation. Yeah. You should go yeah. work for nothing, you know, and, and, yep. and, and really bust your backside this is how you build character, and that's why Gen Z doesn't have character. Yeah. Project Veritas is really going to show their colors on how ruthless they're going to start going after him. Because I, I'm remembering another part where they were talking about, how, remember how there was like employees supposedly that were like saying he was mean to them mm -hmm. or whatever? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then on he one. He stole my sandwich! Exactly. And one of them <laughs> said he seemed to go out of his way towards the women. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. Same. Like, right, right, right. You can tell where this is yes. going. Yes, yes. Like, exactly. come on. And Let's it's like, it that, that's completely subjective. Yeah. Like, oh, you came to that conclusion? Well, I mean, maybe that's your own fault, right? Yeah, I don't Maybe you're reading into something. It's convenient to go there, right? Yeah, it's I mean, I. jump on the Me Too train and, you know. Yeah, you know, you deal with these women stupid. who want to, you know, sue companies and talk. Oh, they're misogynistic. Yeah, no, you're just full of crap. Um, all right, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Um, so, look, Relief Factor is there for those of you who live in pain and you just think, like, that's just how life is and life kind of sucks. And it doesn't have to be that way. Relief Factor is an anti-inflammatory. It's all natural. And it's not going to be like, you know, maybe you're rubbing a topical cream and it lasts for 10 minutes and then you're back in pain because it addresses the inflammation in your body that is causing the pain. I love it. I use it because um, I've got some disc problems in my back and it really, really helps control the pain for me, which is great because I have two children who literally never stop moving. So moving along with them is very crucial and now I can do that without being in pain. Try the uh, the, the quick start, the three-week quick start if you are living in pain, okay? 70% of the people who order it keep ordering it because it's working for them. It's nineteen ninety five. That's all it takes to see if it's going to work for you to reduce your pain, and the odds are in your favor that it will. You can go to relieffactor.com. That is relieffactor.com. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy told reporters earlier this afternoon that uh, he is not worried about losing his speakership position over the debt limit deal. He said that the majority of Republicans in the House will vote for that bill tonight. And that is, of course, when they are having the vote. It will be later this evening. So I'm sure we'll 
bring you the latest tomorrow. But um, I want to play Kevin McCarthy urging his fellow Republicans to uh, go along with the flow because that's what they're they're just supposed to just, you know, be peer pressured into voting for um, what I would argue is not a good bill. Watch. We're going to pass the largest cut in American history. It's just a small step putting us on the right track. We make good policies in here with work requirements. It's going to change people's lives. People are going to get a job because of it. Roads are going to be built because of NEPA reform faster. It's going to save us money in the long run. If I'm a member of Congress, I wouldn't want history to pass me by when I could do the biggest cut, when I could do work reforms for welfare, when I can see that we can reform NEPA for the first time in 40 years, so you're cutting the red tape, so you build things and make America competitive. Everybody has a right to their own opinion. But on history, I'd want to be here with this bill today. Okay. Um, so just just to just want to throw in one more thing. I think Yaku and I, we talked about this yesterday, but um, I want to play for you Joe Biden's economic advisor talking about this deal that Kevin McCarthy is urging all Republicans to vote for. Biden's advisor is talking about how this deal will help preserve an incredibly strong set of progressive accomplishments. That is what Kevin McCarthy wants all of the Republicans to vote for. Listen. What we are trying to do is preserve those uh, investments, preserve the progress that we have made. And we've done that by essentially locking in the wins that we've gotten over the last two years. Look, we have to take a step back and realize that we're now in a period of divided government. Not everybody's going to get everything that they want. That's the reality of governing. But overall, the president has an economic vision. That economic vision is working. And what this deal allows us to do is continue to see that through over the next two years and preserve the victories that we've gotten so far. How do you describe what literally we're looking at in terms of legislation now before the American people? Well, good. I would describe it as a good, fair deal that reflects the realities of divided government that helps preserve what has been an incredibly strong mm. set of progressive accomplishments over the last two and a half years. That's great. Awesome. Congratulations, Republicans. Round of applause for you guys. I mean, it's almost like we elected you guys to go in there and hold the freaking line because you are the ones with the negotiating power, not Joe Biden. And yet here we are. You know what, uh, Jason, I'm going to let you talk because Yaku and I blabbed about this yesterday as well. And you seem very um, frustrated. Yeah, well, he's talking about the reality of government. No, we should be enforcing the reality of government on you because you yeah. freaking lost. Yeah. So Republicans are in the driver's seat. What's amazing is on Friday afternoon, they were sitting there with all the cards. They maneuvered uh, Biden and the Democrats into a corner. They were going to take massive losses. And somehow McCarthy snatched victory. I mean, just snatched it and then mm -hmm. turned it into defeat. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely insane. But when I say is when I when I talk about, you know, showing them the reality of government, Congress, government is divided in a certain way so that if we don't want the president to executive order his way all the way through to doing whatever the hell he wants to do, you know, build back better, all this like this radical transformation of our energy, everything. You hold the power of the purse. Mm -hmm. That's the entire point. Not the entire point. That's one of the major points of Congress. The House has that ability. You have that ability. So if you don't agree with that, strip the funds. Mm -hmm. It's very, very simple. Mm -hmm. Why they don't do that. And I tell you what, like timelines force negotiations. Mm -hmm. So yes. if they are so scared, as they said, they talk about of default, draw it out to the very last right. minute. Yep. You say, I yep. want this. I don't now want this. Your yep. moment. Now yep. is your moment. Yep. Not to fold like a suit. What about the okay. nine that held out? 
the nine, remember earlier, mm-hmm. you know, that it, against McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. And it negotiated on behalf of the American people in that hour saying, oh, you want to be speaker? We're going to hold the line and we're going to bargain. And then he turns around and does not do the same for the American people when he has a perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all they did was just free spending right now. Yeah. But spending is already way overbloated. It's at record argue- levels right now. I don't. Okay, so fine, you froze it. But I want to know about all the things you can take out of the. Where did they the freeze it though, out. Jason? Show me where they froze it. How do you, how do you call it? I, I this logic doesn't make sense to me. How do you call it frozen spending if you're increasing your debt? Well, because it's already overbloated. Yeah. Well, and that's why <laughs> yeah. I think like his argument is so disingenuous because he's like, it's the biggest cut in American history. Nonsense. Like, you guys have been completely irresponsible up until this point. So you get like a tiny little, you know, uh, you give a tiny little bit of a compromise and then you're like, this is so great, guys. We're, we're doing something like, no, it's not enough. But Sarah, that's the little league ball we play as, I know, as, as I know, Republicans. I know, I know. They'll take a little. You I know. know what? Jimmy, right, taking a Jimmy victory lap over on this. Base. Yay. How many times in the game? No, once the season. <laughs> this, this is what this type of crap is what brought the Tea Party. I don't yeah. know if we can have another, you know, resurgence of a Tea Party like movement. We need something, but this is the kind of crap that brought forth the Tea Party. This, I just can't believe, you know, free spending froze except for defense sp- uh, spending. Normally, that would not piss me off as much, but I mean, you're handing a blank check in Ukraine, so they can continue to spend as much as they want. Jason, on there that. was nothing for our own border in this. Our own border is not mentioned. Nothing is mentioned. There's no, there's no appropriations. We talk about programs and no this and that cares. and the other thing. No side cares. I mean, they don't care mm-hmm. about an open border. The Republic McCarthy does not care because if he truly did, if he was a convicted man who's a patriot, maybe we need to start having that. Who's patriots? Don't tell me you're Republican. Who is a man and a, a woman of God and a patriot? Who will actually take that seriously? He's not. He showed you his colors. The Chip Roys and those guys that are the few, you know, the few, the proud, the Marines. Um, I don't know, man. We, we need something. If it's not Tea Party movement, it's some radical movement to shake these guys back into reality or remove them. The only radical movement that has emerged is all the radicals in the Joe Biden administration and the course direction that they've put us on. That direction is still intact with this uh, negotiation. They're celebrating. Nothing is scaled back. They're celebrating. Of course, the Biden, uh, all the Democrats are like, all right, nothing got changed. Yep. That's what you just gave them. And that's what they're trying to sell to us when they're celebrating. Yep. (laughs) Good gosh. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, if they're if they're taking if if Biden and his economic advisor is taking a victory lap, saying we are we're preserving all of our progressive accomplishments, you, you we have a problem. Hello, we have a problem. Um, all right, let's go ahead and uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with more. You know, another problem is that <laughs> you know, and another thing. <laughs> So the FBI is formally refusing to produce uh, any of the documents in the Biden probe. And uh, it's getting pretty tense between uh, Representative James Comer of the, you know, of course, the leader of the House Oversight Committee and FBI Director Chris Wray. The House Oversight Committee is apparently saying that they are going to hold Chris Wray in contempt for refusing to turn over this investigative memo 
that um, obviously this is in the the uh, investigation of the bribery scheme involving uh, Joe Biden and House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer said he still plans to meet with Christopher Wray uh, today, but he said that the uh, the bureau's notification of refusing to comply with a subpoena is unfortunate. Here's some of his his statement today. Uh, today, the FBI informed the committee that it will not provide the unclassified documents subpoenaed by the committee. The FBI's decision to stiff arm Congress and hide this information from the American people is obstructionist and unacceptable. Uh, Americans deserve the truth, and the Oversight Committee will continue to demand transparency from this nation's chief law enforcement agency. Um, and I want to play Chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, Scott Perry, uh, discussing this matter and saying that like, if he doesn't cooperate, we can just send him to the congressional prig. Watch. Your thoughts on Chris Ray's unwillingness to work with Congress? Well, he needs to be held in contempt, um, obviously. The, the, the documents don't belong to the FBI. They belong to the American people along with the truth. And uh, it's been a long time that the FBI has overstepped its bounds and its authority we, we never constructed the Stasi or the secret police in the United States of America, but that's apparently who they think they are. And, uh, you know, look, unfortunately, we can't uh, press charges, but we certainly can refer charges. And, and if he shows up on, the, on Capitol Hill, if he shows up in the House chamber, he, he can certainly end up in the brig here. So, look, I, I think those are I wanna, harsh words. I want to go ahead and, um, and cut it there because I want to give you guys a chance to, to react to this. I mean, I. The FBI is just like, nah, we're not going to cooperate, which to me is says everything, doesn't it? A hundred percent. Subpoenaed unclassified documents, mm -hmm. truly belonging to the people, mm -hmm. as the representative told us. Uh, what, what else do we need to say? I mean, this is, and, and they're so cavalier about it now, where even after being subpoenaed and it's unclassified documents go, nope, we have an allegiance and... We're not sticking with the American people. We're going to stick with the Bidens and the Obamas and the Clintons and the cabal. Let me show you how dirty this is. So this for, what they're not pull, uh, giving over is this like confidential human source thing, I mm -hmm. guess, where it was first like, they're like, oh, wait, maybe there's a pay-for-play scheme going on. That's what they're not turning over. I read the document, uh, Christopher Ray's response yesterday, and he was trying to go through like, oh, we can't disclose sources and all that stuff, and that's why we're not doing this. At the end of that... I don't know if you guys have seen this. He says, we, but we have uncovered some last minute information that we think is interesting. And we think and we're going to brief you on that tomorrow on our phone call. Now, Comer's gotten that briefing. He still says, oh, we're going to hold him in contempt because he's not turning us over. So that what that says to me is it's something very interesting that they know. Mm -hmm. They're not letting us know. And when these things happen in the past, you want to protect your source? Redact him. Yes. Uh -huh. Exactly. Redact it. But release exactly. the document. Release the document. Redact the things that are going to you know, expose your methods or sources. This is not just the source, Jason. Because it's, it's what happened. It's mm -hmm. what happened. It's it's That's what's going on here. in the cover-up. This is so dirty. This yeah. is so dirty. Yeah. I want to know everything that, the, that we can see. Redact what we can't see. Fine. Yeah. And then I also want to know what this new information that you discovered that compel Chris, uh, uh, Comer to say, oh, no, we're still going to hold you contempt because people need to see this. Yeah. What don't we know? This, right. is, this, is, this could be potentially big. I mean, if we ever get to the bottom of it, and I'll, I'll add to that today, news just surfaced that now it was just the one whistleblower. Now multiple whistleblowers have come forward uh, to Chuck Grassley 
into this investigation. Multiple sources told uh, Chuck Grassley that, uh, let's see, there was irregular handling of evidence specifically into Hunt, uh, the investigation of Hunter Biden, irregular handling of evidence that had taken place and that standard investigatory procedures were not being followed. Uh, evidence damaging to Hunter Biden was labeled disinformation, even though it was possible to verify or had already been verified. The whistleblowers also claimed that some of the damaging evidence was placed in restricted systems that other investigators could not access or review. This is, this is so deep that if they turn something over to us, I don't believe any of it. So what they need yeah. to do is shut everything down yep. and send people yep. to the J. Edgar Hoover yep. building. Yep. Send them now. Yep. Sh- so you're not doing anything else. Shut it down. We want to see it right now. Because I don't. if they send something tomorrow, I don't believe yeah. what they do. Hey, brother, they, 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 see, you know, they seized upon Mar-a-Lago. Right. The, the lawyers couldn't even go in. Remember, Trump's attorneys were standing on, on, on the grass looking at what's happening inside. That's what needs to happen. But, who, but who's going to go? Right. Who's they? Right. It's the FBI. Right. Who's the they that goes and raids the FBI? Yeah. Who's that? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't... That's why we need to abolish the FBI. Yes. We do not need them. Burn the whole effing thing down, is what I say. Peacefully. I mean, is there another way to do it? Obviously, <laughs> Isn't it always a fiery, but peaceful, on fire? A fiery but peaceful that. burning to the ground. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. She's wearing pink. She's on fire. <laughs> so yesterday, we brought you the story of uh, the uh, attorney general and uh, in Texas, Ken Paxton, being impeached and how the Texas House just seems to be a little big for their britches. This came shortly after uh, Ken Paxton called Dade Phelan out for what appeared to be being drunk on the House floor as they were passing bills. And, you know, it's fascinating because Yaku here sent us pictures of a literal open bar right outside of the Texas House floor, which means these people weren't like going out to a restaurant and getting plastered. No, Dade had access to the liquor right there at your Capitol. They're getting drunk and then passing bills, slurring their way through it, and then impeaching the greatest attorney general in the entire country for calling them out on it. That's how screwed up we are here in Texas. Sarah, thank you for uh, having the guts to do this. That's a timestamp. If you look at the date and the timestamp on that picture, it's coincidentally going to line up with a certain event. That is right outside the chamber in the hall of the Texas House. The bartender is paid by the Texas pack taxpayer. Mm. You paid for the bartender. The liquor was donated by lobbyist. Oh, okay? that's nice. So the liquor is donated by lobbyist. The bartender is paid by the taxpayer. That's an open bar in session. I don't know, uh, viewers, can you drink from an open bar? Can you have a rum and coke at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon and then go operate equipment maybe? Or do what you do in your job? Or would you maybe be fired? Mm -hmm. That's an open bar. We need answers for that. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. I... I remember maybe about a year ago, I was like reading about this operation that Democrats were doing to run uh, actual liberal people as Republicans, or maybe even run them as independents. And I was like, eh, it seems like I'd be, we'd be able to you know, spot that. that. That could never happen here. 
I don't, I cannot understand what the Texas House is doing right now. I cannot. That's the only way I can, des- you know, describe what I'm seeing right now. From everything they're doing within, you know, the Capitol, mm-hmm. everything that they're doing now to the Attorney General. I, I just feel like everyone was like, ah, we're not going to turn blue. You right. know, this text going to be fine. Maybe we're just red in, you know, appearance. Mm-hmm. But what's really going on is the blue agenda. I it just feels that way. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what, the next time, every, every single election, we have got to pay extra special attention to the people that we're sending to Austin. Well, but we need primary voter turnout. I mean, if you look at the right. numbers, it's That's abysmal. Right. You people are not participating yeah. in these elections when we need we need you to show up at the primary so that we can get the best conservative candidate to actually go in and vote for conservative causes rather than just, eh, you know, I'll, I'll sit this one home. I'm sure I'm sure the Republican is good enough. Your tweets and your likes doesn't cut it. Yeah. It doesn't count as a vote. Yeah. Your virtual activism doesn't count as a vote. And by the way, make sure if you live in Texas or even if you don't, contact these representatives and tell them that you demand better. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.